0: I love it. If you have your Bibles with you and want to turn to it, it's Psalm 118, verses 22, 23, and 24. It goes like this. The stone which the builder rejected has become that chief cornerstone. This was the Lord's doing. Lord's doing it is marvelous in our eyes. This is the day that the Lord has made, let us rejoice and be glad in it. My friends, today this is the word of God for all of his people. Thanks, Thanks be you. to God. I had a big smile because I always enjoy opening the hymnals and see which one, this, which family or whatever this was dedicated to. And this one that I have today was all missionaries, but given by Mr. and Mrs. Ira Schwartz. And I'm like, every time I need to borrow one to go to a workshop or a lay speaker's meeting or something, and I grab one and I grab a different one and then you'll find it would be the Bungards or this family or this family and it always makes me smile. Because that rich heritage that we have with all these people that came before us, that why this church is here in LaGrange. That rich history of LaGrange, the historical society can tell you all about It's just such a blessing. And when I was asked to give this talk a week ago and I thought, well, I'm not going to worry about it too much because the Lord will zing it into me. And, you know, I'm supposed to be quiet and listen and then eventually just sit down and write. And then I I get pages from the Lord and then I usually use a, a pen and go to another pen, but it just comes in. But he also had me listening, listening to past um, sermons of Billy Graham and all those wonderful people that teach us all that we need to know. And this is the day the Lord has made. That's the topic. There's a lot going on right now, a lot of things that we've been doing, but that's the work the Lord has put us in. We are we're to continue to do that good work. There's been hospitalizations and funerals and real just real-life things that everybody experiences. Surgeries, helping Flat Rock, uh, the boxes the boy was making. We were helping him with those boxes that are going overseas for Christmas. There's politics and voting and all that. We saw, and thank goodness that stuff is done on TV. That was unbelievable, all those, you know, that flinging... Mud back and forth, the upcoming Thanksgiving dinner, which we're all involved in, coming off Veterans Day, they had the the program at the middle school. Pastor Floyd was there, and the kids were singing. My granddaughter Brooklyn was singing. It was phenomenal. Pastor Floyd was at Vets Park. I know other years he's gone. He goes to Rittman Memorial Day or such. There's been sewing. I mean, everything just flying cause, and people jumping to the task, which is the best part. Pillows being made, Matt's Matters coming up, meal trains for somebody that had a surgery. We all jump on board and sign up on Facebook, on the the internet. We got that email from Stacy and make a meal for somebody that needs it. Take it to them. Keystone Point Ministry, the Building Fund, the Lions Club, phenomenal work. And I just want you to know, as I sat last night eating my takeout dinner because I needed to come home, the Lord said, and just be quiet and focus. And I was eating that darn steak and baked potato, and my, pet, my do- two dogs were staring at me, like touching me, like, you got any more of that stuff? Um, and I was every bite of that steak. The Lord must have been laughing at me, because I just kept saying, this is so good. Thank you, Jesus. This is so good. And it made me smile, and what an enjoyment that was. So our prayers go out for the greater church, everything that's going on with the church. Our heads are spinning. We set our clocks back, and we're gifted with one more hour of life. Things, more things to do with that one hour. It's brighter in the morning, but boy, at 5.30, you're thinking, is it bedtime? 8.30, I'm like, wait, it's only 8.30. <laughs> but I guess you just, now you just have to just get up. Um, we've been given another hour to have uh, Christ new grace and opportunities even with this church dilemma of which we're all dismayed but since the beginning of time this has been the case so we have to put that in perspective and just put one foot in front of the other for this is the day the lord has made from 1 corinthians chapter 10:13 he will make a way to endure and escape in romans 8:28 all things work for good those Called according to His purpose, Ephesians 2:10. We will have abundant grace, show goodness and mercy and love to each other as it could be. And the last day, we're to glorify Jesus' name and everything I say and do. And let don't let the and let the Sun let the son of our love rise over with the good over the evil. I've been listening to Billy Graham, and he was talking about enduring and suffering and bearing everything with joy, and God is in control, and he keeps remind kept reminding me of that when I was listening to him. And we're to look to the unseen things that are eternal, and we, can't, we don't see everything here. We cannot see the big picture. We're not supposed to, but God sees the big picture. He knew he would be with my nephew during all that he 's going through since this horrific accident before people knew the Lord knew i 've got this, and i 've got him in the palm of my hand, and then he wants us to knock at the door and ask, "We need help. we have to get people involved in praying. You have to knock if we don't seek and knock the it doesn 't happen. The Lord wants us to do that. That's what we're supposed to do, pray for other people. We continue to do so through this church. Life, death, good, and evil, they're polar opposites. In 2 Corinthians four sixteen to 18, and in Deuteronomy 30, 11, and 14 to 16, I command you to love God, walk in his ways, keep his commands, his statutes, and his judgments. If you're watching 60 minutes when it comes on in that ticking clock, you know. Tick, 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 tick. The clock at home, the clocks at home are ticking or chiming, there's alarms going off, phone alarm, radio alarms. I have my radio set to the Christian radio station which I enjoy waking up to that positiveness every day. And I'm retired now, but I still have it set early. It comes off, and I listen to it all. And when it's done going off, I roll over and sleep, a little, sleep longer. And I'm, I just say, thank you, Jesus, but I love to hear those positive things and what they're talking about, the breaking news, the weather, the stories. And then I roll over for a little bit longer, and then the Lord gets me up. <clears throat> There's a big windmill in my backyard that Larry and I had installed, and when I look out and see that, or we sat under it when they installed it, sat in the pavilion watching the man install it, but when I see that spinning too in the shadow on the ground of the sun and the windmill spinning, and I know time is ticking. In Hebrews 3, 7 to 8, today I choose between life and, and good and death and evil by either receiving or rejecting the laws of the spirit of life written on my heart. Today if you hear His voice, do not harden your hearts. Hebrews 3, 7, 8, you know what time is ticking. The decision we make, the decisions we make today are critical for eternity, and Jesus will come to fetch those who are waiting for him today and ready to meet him. The people in that cemetery are facing east, their heads are facing east because Jesus is coming back one day. They are the children uh, the children of light of the day. Pastor Floyd says, we have to be the light. We're it. People are in a dark, dark, gloomy, negative society so often that there has to be people of light. Romans 13, verses 11 to 16. The time is short. Put on the armor of light. Clothe, your, clothe yourselves with the Lord Jesus Christ and not... Gratify the desires of the flesh, but the end of things is at hand. So watch, watch, unto prayer, prayer, and we keep praying, praying. And in First Peter four to seven, and Revelations ten six, speaks of time. There should be time no longer when the clocks suddenly stop time shall be at an end and someday you'll never it'll never begin again anyone remember that movie the day the earth stood still and they keep playing that like every halloween and certain times of the year but uh everything stopped and those things like the movie space odyssey and and the book george orwell's 1984 those kind of things which is getting a little little creepy but you'll notice now we're past those dates that they talk about in the movies, and we're up to now. And some of that stuff is coming true. And, and you're like, whoa, it's deja vu. We've been reading and studying the Psalms on morning devotions at 10 o'clock, which you can always tune in. Pastor Floyd is on there, so if you're looking for somebody that you, know, you need to reach out, he's there. He was there at the middle school broadcasting from the back of the veterans program. The kids, the kids were singing. He was there in the back pew. He didn't want to come up and sit with us up front because he was doing that. So he's faithfully doing that so you're not alone. You can tune in to other Christians and, and click right on there and type, can you pray for this, and we will. And Psalm 19 is the perfect revelation of the Lord. Psalm 118, which is today's scripture, 22 to 24, about the stone the builders rejected, has become the cornerstone. This was the Lord's doing. It's marvelous in our eyes. This is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. He wants us to continue to praise him, ask him for things Keep praising him. I thanked him for that delicious food right then that I was eating, and he loves it when we are doing that. That's worship. Time is a fool. Time is a slave. We have to redeem time now, like a ticket, like a coupon, like a savings at the store, percentage off. There may not be a tomorrow. My nephew almost didn't have a tomorrow, and it was... In an instant, all, and I'm glad he's been raised to know God. In Genesis, in the beginning, and in the hymnals, you know, in the beginning. And I was looking at these hymnals, and in here, and if you really, you know, reading, and we've all talked about it, but it tells you how to sing as a Methodist, and how to, and and you're like, whoa! It just takes you back historically, even that. That the way they wanted it to be. So it's basically back to basics when things are out of control. Knowing the Apostles' Creed and what we believe. I I believe we prayed it when the kids were confirmed into the church, and that prayer is—it's there. It's in the book. How to do the worship? How to do the prayers? What to sing? The faith in Jesus unites the global church. Billy Graham even once said it. It unites. In Matthew 16, Simon Peter answered, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. Flesh and blood has not revealed it unto you but my father who is in heaven Peter upon this rock I will build this church and the gates of Hades shall not prevail against it when we get worried about what all is going on with the church excuse me God's got it he's always had it he'll work it out take baby steps we'll figure it out as we go the main thing is do we believe in the father son and holy spirit You know, those tombstones of those veterans reflect that they gave their todays so that we could have a tomorrow. Have we finished the work Christ gave us to do and wants us to do, no matter what age? Jesus was 33. There's babies that are ministering to us that are deathly ill, that we can't do anything about. Physicians say they're dying. doesn't make any sense why, but they're still ministering and they're here for a purpose and they'll be called to eternal life, but they have everybody, everything has a purpose and Christ will use it and turn it to good. Time controls us. I was going to call Donna Markle one more time. We're all like that. And then you get distracted with whatever else I'm doing and I didn't call her back and there you go. I didn't call her one more time. It was on my mind for a couple of weeks. I've got to call her back. I haven't talked to her for a while. But But life should reflect quality, and she had quality. Not quantity. My husband had quality. He didn't get as much quantity as I wanted, but there was quality in that life, and he made sure of it, and you have to do it on a daily basis because later you might not get to do it. We went to a party a while back. A bunch of women and Stacy had a party, and it was a whole crowd. And, uh, and we've done it at Beth's house too, I think, where we we're painting signs in the garage. I think Linda was there, and I had a sign that I did and painted and picked colors, and it was—it's a, a big wooden sign, heavy. And I hung it at home, and it was after this was after Larry had passed, and then Stacy and I had been talking on the phone or something. and I think right while we we're talking, we heard. BAM! And I said, I go, oh my gosh, something fell in my, my big room. And so it was the sign that I would painted, and it said, life is not measured by breaths we take, but by the memories that take our breath away. And that happens on a daily basis when we recognize that beautiful sunset, that beautiful flower, something that so seems so insignificant, that's so beautiful that God created and put there. So there's a difference between believers and non-believers. I'm sure we've all gone to a funeral of a non-believer. Then you go to a funeral like Donna Markle's. What a difference. I've gone to a funeral of Larry's aunt, and it was down in Canton, and she really, I don't know what she believed in, but it was not the same when her son got up to talk. It, It just wasn't. The same. Larry and I kind of kept jabbing each other, poking each other, looking at each other. We're like, okay, this is different. Paul warns us, you know, well, we have to do things now. Paul warns us our time is short, our life is short, our opportunities are short, the time until Christ is coming will be its short. And are we living like our, t- our time is short? We have to be. And I was telling uh, Vicky that the day of Donna's funeral, I was in the bathroom and I was doing my hair, and my makeup, and I had a little heart made out of a piece of like wood twig, and it had a dove on it, and it, it had a it said peace on there, and it fell right right off while I was there. And I looked at it, and I just I thought Donna's trying. She's trying to get my attention. She's at peace, and that was the message I got right then. <clears throat> she's like, Yay! Finally. Time is a teacher and a preacher. In Ecclesiastes, time is found 28 times. It's that dash that Pastor talked about at Donna's funeral, and does it, he does it at funerals. Like that dash between, like my name is on our tombstone, there's a dash. Larry's got, got the, the, the date, you know, the year he died, and mine's got my birth date, 1950. Dash, you know, the Dash. So, the, you, what is happening with the daesh is what we're doing now, what we're living now, not wasting any time. So, how is life lived? We're not supposed to chase after fleeting things, the wind, for life without God is purposeless. What is the meaning of these people that have a funeral that they, they didn't have a purposeful life? They don't know what the meaning of life is, they have no idea. We need to consider our blessings, how many we have and what we're thankful for, that song in Haggai 1, 4 to 9. We have to count our blessings. It can be count them one by one. It can be count them 10 by 10, 100 by 100, because there's so many there. And, And that the Lord made us each different from one another. Praise God, we're supposed to be. Are you using what the Lord has given you? And people will say, well, I can't do anything. Everybody has gifts, and everybody's are different. We saw that happening yesterday at the sewing, and it turns out to be phenomenal because you're all in it together. And everybody, and and Linda's sewing like a mad maniac. You can't keep up with her. (laughs) And I'm like, I can't get this automatic needle threaded to thread. And I, I've been doing a lot of crocheting lately and stuff. I haven't used my sewing machine for a while. But then I finally kicked it in the gear, and as the last one still finishing my load, I got her done. But everybody does things differently. And Vicky was cutting fabric, and she's getting all the squares ready for us, and Barb Parsh kept bringing them to us, and we were like, how many more are there? <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, these have your name on them, Sandy. I'm like, oh, thank you so much. The beautiful fall blood moon that was just recently in the eclipse. The heavens declare the glories of God, and the firmament shows his handiwork. He has set a tabernacle for his son, his creation. We're surrounded by it. If we don't look up, you're go- we, we miss the rainbow. I'll be like, oh my gosh, I think there was one, I didn't see it. We, we had clouds, and other people like like, we saw it. And you have to pay attention. I used to talk to the preschool kids about that. And they were like, remember, if you're not paying attention, Mrs. Bab, you're going to miss the rainbow. And they used to remind me of that. And then the Lord pointed me to the book of Lamentations to finish. And they think it was probably written by Jeremiah because when you do that Bible rap, and I was singing about it, Jeremiah's and Jay's Lament. This, yeah, and then it, it moves on with that rap. And I was singing that rap I was, as I was sitting there remembering and singing all the books of the Bible, all 66. It's on YouTube if you want to get it. Um, but Lamentations, and, and you know, Lamentations is that, oh, you know, woe is me and us and oh everything is wow and it's all that and then psalms you know it's singing you know it's songs of poetry we've been doing psalms in the morning but there's a over with lamentations there's an overwhelming loss or sense of loss of Jerusalem the temple was destroyed the exile of the Judeans, the inhabitants, and it was a pretty bad time. We're thinking we're in bad times now. Excuse me, it's repeating. It's just they were having some pretty horrible times. So the, the psalm poems and lamentations helped them work it out, trying to, you know, get the main thing is you're supposed to get close to God. God-defying sin and covenant. You know, they were breaking covenants. They were sinning, slaughtering. There was devastation. Kings that weren't doing things right. Princes, priests that weren't doing things right. They're still not. Prophets, commoners alike. There's false prophets. Yes, we've seen them. And there's true prophets. There's clergy that follow the true Lord and Clergy that don't. The Babylonians became the human agents to to make change happen. God, God, we, they were God-defying people, covenant breakers, as I said, and they were like, woe are we. It's kind of where we're at. It's just repeating itself. But the Lord wants me to say, in ending in prayer, that God is good all the time, all the time. God is good. That we have to have contrition and repent, ask, reflect on God's goodness, thank him, praise him, for he is the Lord of hope and love, of faithfulness. How faithful are you? How trustworthy are we? Do we believe in salvation? His compassions will never fail. They're there every morning for us to grab I just say, thank you, Lord, for upholding us, for molding us into your people and sustaining us when we're tired because we get tired. I've been tired. We've been tired. There's been a lot on our plate and we. I just have to get quiet, turn the TV off, put on some songs. Sometimes I turn the Christian songs off and just have to sit there, take everything in and reflect, be quiet. I think even my Two dogs at home love it when it's quiet and life isn't so crazy. But thank you, Jesus, for getting our attention. Amen.